1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Hello, darling. It's me, Elvira, mistress of the dark, the sassy lassie with the classy chassis.
1: Oh, thanks for bringing me into your home.
2: Now, when are you going to clean up this dump and put some clothes
1: on? Geez.
3: Or don't put some (laughs) clothes on, whatever you want to do. That's Elvira Cassandra Peterson, uh, Lady of the Night, uh, who just recently uh, in her memoir came out as being in a relationship with another woman for almost 20 years. Yes. I'm talking this woman, Cassandra Peterson. Is now what fifty years old or seventy years old? I'm so sorry. Uh, is she seventy? Yeah, she's been. She looks fantastic. She looks
0: amazing. She's been
3: doing this for quite a while. She was also in a marriage to a man for 25 years mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. So she's sort of experienced it all when it comes to relationships, and here to help us uh, sort of navigate what it's like and the the cost benefit analysis of coming out at this age, this stage in your life. Is our marriage and family therapist James Gay? James, thank you so much for joining us. Are you there? I'm here, Sorry, we lost you for a moment. Thank you for being here. Um, So listen, coming out at any stage of your life is tricky. What's the difference for somebody who's coming out at age 70, having been in the public eye for so many years, married to a man for 25, who's been in a relationship like this woman has been now for almost 20 years? Um, Talk us through what you've experienced or how you've sort of helped maybe clients you've worked with who come out at different stages of their life and how it differs from maybe coming out at 18, 19, 20 years old.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think we need to put this in the context of how things have been in you know the recent past even 10 15 20 30 40 years ago that society at large were you know even more um, egregious towards lgbtq people than they are now it's still obviously happening now with legislation and you know especially towards our, our trans siblings and um, you know certainly a lot of biphobia in our community and stuff but you know it's it's in the context and it really holds society at large responsible for creating an environment that's toxic and what has been really really difficult for people to come out mm-hmm. you know it's it's um, something that when we do as you know she's expressing in her new book um, it's it's freeing it's liberating you know it's showing up more fully and authentically as who she is and embracing it. And that just generally feels better, but it's also got to be safe enough for us to do so.
0: Well, I think what's iconic is she's Elvira, the mistress of the night. She was known for her like large breasts and being uber femme. Um, And I think that there's just not ever been a lot of that representation for me. I'm like gagging and I love it because (laughs) she was like this, seductress to the male community. And she's like, psych, I'm with women. Um, How does that change society and how does that benefit women uh, like me?
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, I think it just demonstrates that we are three dimensional creatures. We don't fit into any, you know, box. We're not a, a, a homogenous community. There are, you know, very wide differences within every single minority and so these stereotypes just don't always fit often don't and that's the brilliance that's the rainbow colors of who we are and when we allow ourselves not to try and fit into anyone's particular box or projection of who we're supposed to be then we're liberated to be who we are
3: are there themes that you found with those you know we're talking to American family therapist james gay right now are there common themes That you talking to clients who are in maybe the process of coming out or considering coming out, um, are there themes that are just universal? They're the same whether you're 20 years old or you're 80. It doesn't really change too often in your expert opinion.
2: Well, there's something called circles of disclosure that I think is quite common amongst, you know, various different age groups when they come out. And that's really coming out to other people that are like us, whether that's at, you know, online or on an app or in a bar or wherever we might meet someone that's like us. Um, You know, because we know that they're that way, they're hopefully going to treat us in a similar fashion. You know, and then we start to come out to those that are sort of the most trustworthy worthy people, whether that's a sibling or a friend or someone else, and then it sort of extends from there. Once we get sort of more practice and more experiences that are hopefully positive and encouraging, then it's easier to digest the ones that may not be or that are a little bit risky. Mm.
0: Well, I think it's important to also note that she said she'd never had feelings for women before. She was, Mm -hmm. in fact, married to a man for 25 years. They did not just jump right into dating. They'd actually been friends for years. She's your I mean, assistant
3: I believe, right? Well, she, she, they work together as well now.
0: Well, she's like, she was like hiding behind the assistant yeah. title but I say all of that because um, It it wasn't a common thing where like she's always been a lesbian or whatever. There was no feelings. Mm -hmm. And so it really is a heart thing. And I think that has to open people's minds who tend to be a little bit homophobic as well. Like she, Mm -hmm. she never felt these ways. Uh, She was married. And and what does that sort of say as well?
3: I love that you say that because that happens. I feel like a lot with women, especially later in life. I want to know from your expert opinion, is Mm -hmm. that just a female thing or, or the female stories, just the ones we hear?
2: You know, I, I think women in general, this is a sweeping overgeneralization, but are more open to a variety of ways of being and feeling and experiencing. You know, often they're socialized to be a bit more open and vulnerable in those kinds of ways. And, you know, when we evolve as human beings, we get to know ourselves more and we get to open up to falling in love and finding sexual erotic charges in ways that we didn't experience or we might might not have been open enough or safe enough with ourselves to recognize that we had in the first place. Yeah. So it's 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 one of those things. I I don't think people's sexual orientation changes inherently. I think it just evolves in a way that opens us up to what's there to begin with over well,
3: time. That's interesting. I like
1: that.
0: Coming up, what do you do when a dog turns thirteen years old? You give him a Bark Mitzvah. Find out these hilarious details and tell me something good next.